I was not supposed to speak. Because they say the money you pay is too small for me to speak. But all the same, God just entered my belly. I have no choice than to speak. I know there are a lot of people that hate me here. But no problem, I am committed to the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about, it's not in your outline. It's not in your outline. What I want to say is not in your outline. But it's very crucial also. I want to talk about commitment to your pastor. Or how to minister to your pastor. And I want to read some Bible passages. How to minister, how to support, how to strengthen, how to encourage, how to minister to your pastor and to your leader. I'll read some Bible passages before I give you some comments. Can we read Hebrews chapter 12? Hebrews chapter 12. I'll read verse 17. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 17. Did I say chapter 12? Hmm. No, sorry. Chapter 13. Here we chapter 13. I'll read verse 7 and verse 17. Remember them which have the rule over you and have spoken unto you the word of God. Whose faith follow considering the end of their conversation. And that conversation is an old colloquial English Considering the end of their life The example of their life Their living standard Their lifestyle Hebrew 13, 7 I read 7 now And I will read again Remember them Which have the rule over you Who have spoken unto you The word of God Whose faith follow considering the end of their conversation. Look at verse uh, 17. Obey them. Verse 7 say, remember them. Verse 17 say, obey them. They have the rule over you. Those who are above you. And submit yourselves. Hello? You know, a lot of people want to be loyal to themselves. A lot of people want to be over everybody. But in the church, it's not so. God has placed some people over us. God has placed some people as our leaders, as our pastors, our coordinators, either departmental leaders or area leaders or sectional leaders or whatever leader. And most importantly, as a pastor, as a Jew, the Bible says, remember them. Remember to obey them. Remember to follow them. Those who are spoken unto you, the very word of God. Even before you get to pastor, you start from your soul winner. Because verse 7 says, remember them which are spoken unto you, the word of God. That is those who brought you to the Lord. They are over you. In the Lord, there are seniority. 
that the Bible recognizes. Hello? Am I talking to somebody? Okay, so in verse 17, obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves for the watch for your souls as they that must give accounts that they may do it with joy and not with grief for that is unprofitable for you. Let me say something. If you want your life to spoil, then don't obey those who have the rule over you. If you want your life to spoil, be a lot to yourself. Be stubborn and in church. Start to play politics. Be stubborn. No, don't listen to pastor. You know, you can't accuse me that I'm not following outline because what I'm saying is not in the outline. And I've seen a lot of people that their life are spoiled like that. They were okay when they came to church. Oh. But they have this, this their problem. Is it self or is it causes or whatever? I don't know. When they come to church, they like to plot against pastors. Or they don't like to obey those who have rule over them. The Bible says that will not be profitable for you. And I've seen a lot of people, when they were church members, they were okay. They were all right. But the moment they gave them position in church, the moment they made them jicking or jacking, jicking, decking, the moment they make them a jicking, or associate pastor, or assistant pastor, or one, uh, they gave them one title or the other, uh, father of church, mother of church, uh, committee of this, committee of that, committee called sugar. Then they become proud. And they don't recognize us in this church. At least if they don't value us, why did they put us in this position? I am sorry for you. Can I give you an advice? You came to church not for position. You came to church, number one, to serve God. Number two, to have your needs met. Number three, for heaven. Anything outside of those three. Me orando. Aye, you remember the insurance show? So they sent you to she. You see? These people don't like me. Because what I'm saying is not in the outline. Either you like me or not. My palate no me, you know. Thank you, sir. So obey them. They have the rule over you. When your pastors and your leaders are not happy with you, God is not happy with you. That's the bottom line. And you know, some of us can be problematic. Some of us can be troublesome. Some of us can be so rebellious. Some of us can play politics. If you see what is happening to Atiku now, if you hear one man say, I they laugh. Oh. You see, talking yesterday, say, I see they laugh. Oh. <laughs> you know why he's saying that? He knew him, he was not a good associate. He was not a good follower. When he was number two, he behaved as if he's number one. So that one I've said, not on my life. Not on my life. I'm sure if he has planned to win on that, uh, that you elect, they did it. Abuja, Mago Mago Go Shele. Now, why would they do that to Atiku? Because he was not a faithful follower. That is the result of being over ambitious. 
And there are many of us, we are in number two, number three position in our church. We, all we are doing is that the man in front of us wants to pull him down. Can I say this to you? When you pull down the ladder of your leader, you are simply pulling down your own ladder. First Thessalonians chapter 5. First Thessalonians chapter 5. I want you to know these scriptures. Some of us don't know that this, these passages are in the Bible. But they are there. They are there. First Thessalonians chapter 5. I'll read verse 12 and verse 13. Hebrew we read says that those who have the rule. Shema, I want to come and there are some of us like that. We don't know who seniors or who we senior. And say we are the same, Jare. You know this American culture that call everybody by name. You know our own culture is different. We respect elders. Even if somebody is a year, a, a day older than you, you count him as a senior. But in church, we don't do that. Ah, is it not Francis? And Francis, you know what I mean? I know I'm older than him, no? You know the normal Africa and the normal the normal Nigeria. We have problem with our age. And how this that pastor? And they said that pastor was born in 1970. He said, see me see trouble. Me when I'm born 1964. Ah, Thessalonians chapter 5. Verse 12 and verse 13. And we beseech you, brethren. To know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord. Did you hear that? Those who are over you in the Lord, those who are your senior, those who are your teachers, your leaders, your ministers, those who you met in the front, those who are over you in the Lord and admonish you. Look at what we should do to them, verse 13, and to esteem them very highly. In love for their work's sake and be at peace among yourselves. Esteem them, respect them, honor them. No, sir, is it not pastor's work? What did they do? Where don't you do? And you know, I've seen people like that teacher. You say, Well, Pastor, it is the same Holy Spirit. You speak in tongue, Mr. I speak in tongue. For example, Shanta Shunto Ababa, ye, ye. Is that not a tongue? I mean, no be tongue. Pastor, you speak it all. Me say, I do it too. I speak it all. You pray. Me say, pray. You minister. Me say, minister. No be say, me will read Bible. What is that special? Koto ye. What is koto? You know that there's a difference. There's a difference between the man who God called and the man who called himself. Even if God called both of us, he didn't call us the same time. Oh. He gives some people more authority than others. Oh. <laughs> you know please I beg you in the name of God if you see them in your church or anybody they are plotting against pastors don't join them don't join them because when judgment will start and I've seen lot and lot of people now from church their lives spoil esteem them very highly in love 
for their work's sake. Galatians chapter 6. You know, I'm reading these Bible passages for you because some people don't know that these passages are in the Bible. So therefore, they don't respect pastors. They don't honor pastors. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Galatians where? Says verse what? Verse 6. Oh, yeah. What does it say? Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in how many things? In all good things. The question is have you been taught? Have you been fed by a pastor? What does the Bible say you should do? You should give back to him in all good things. Let him that is taught in the world communicate back to him that teacheth. In other words, if you have been fed, you have been taught, you come Sunday, you come during the week, or during your crisis in workers' meeting one way or the other, the pastor has opened Bible, fed you with the word of God, prayed for you, ministered to you, your duty is not to collect it in vain. The Bible says, communicate back. Give back to that pastor. Physical things. Now, if I can ask you a question. You will just enter a new year now. How many of you gave something to your pastors? No wonder so many people are not sure raised. It's true. I know what you will say. I know what elders I'm thinking. Say, ah, say we all the titan of the church and the pastor the chopper. May God forgive you. May God forgive you. Of course, there are some pastors who are thieves and robbers. I'm not talking about those ones. But there are pastors. Most of the money of the church, they don't touch it all. They can't tell you, but me, I can tell you. If you see the way administration of church go, uh, especially those of you from denominational churches, uh, okay, low one law. Okay, in Jesus' name. Let him that is taught in the world communicate to him that teacheth in all good things. I want to employ you. Go and be using that principle till today. It's not too late, oh. Even if it is 1,000 or 3,000, give to Pastor S. I believe you will do it here. You know, he will envelope it very well and give it to him. He will have said, God bless you before you know what is inside. It's not too small, provided it's from a heart of love, a heart of appreciation. Do something. You know, when God wants to bless you, it's not only the prayer they pray in church. Like the ones that pray for you now, I pray the, the whole one year prayer for you. Don't shout me. Any help me? Okay. My final scripture. First Timothy. First Timothy. Chapter 5. Verse 17 and 18. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 17 and 18. Let the elders that rule well. Now, this is an old English Bible I'm reading. Old King James Version. Now, the proper meaning let the pastors, not, it's not the usual generic elders that we have here. Let the pastors 
that rule where be counted worthy of double honor. Especially those who labor in word and doctrine. I mean those who are teaching you, those who are bringing you up in the Lord. Look at what verse 18 says. For the scripture said, thou shalt not muzzle the ass that treaded out the corn. And the laborer is worthy of his reward. Look over to me. You know, I've seen churches. Once the, the administrative procedure of the church says that once they collect the offering, they tithe everything, one committee is in charge. It is the elders and deacons that are in charge. And some of them, they are the ones that pay the pastor's salary. They are the ones that do all the maintenance in the church. In fact, the power to spend everything is in their hand. Now, this is scripture for people like that. I've seen cases where people like that they don't pay the salary of the pastor in time. Because why? He preaches too hard. I've seen even cases where the pastor was living in the mission house. One day because uh, he preached one message and the elders don't like him. They went and removed the roof of that pastor. Uh, in Jesus' name I teach. You don't hear your river. If you want to die well, if you want to die proper, and you want to reach heaven, don't wage war against pastor. Even if the pastor made a mistake, he fell into sin. He's not your servant. He's the servant of the Lord. Let the Lord deal with him. Thou shalt not muzzle the ass that tread out the corn. Let me give you what you can do. Practical steps. Practical steps to encourage your pastor to be committed to your pastor. Number one, spend time in prayer for your pastor. Pray for him. Pray for him. Pray for him. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of you, gather together to pray for your pastor. Instead of discussing mistakes or weaknesses or whatever, pray for him. He needs prayers. He needs prayers. He needs to be prayed for. If you lift him up in prayer, he will do better. Pray for your pastor. That's number one. Number two, be committed to the church. You know, like we have been teaching you about commitment, commitment, commitment since morning now. Be committed to the church. Get to the church early. That will make him to be glad. Number three. Hello? Number three. Buy him gifts. Give gifts to your pastors. Yes, it's not too late. If you buy rice, if you buy car, it's not too bad. If you give gifts of car, even houses, if God bless you, is the lost work. Whatever you do for the work, the man of God, you are doing it for the God of that man. You're not doing it unto man, you are doing it unto the Lord. If you want to buy a car, go right ahead and do what to buy it for him, for him and his family. I remember we once bought a car for a pastor. My pastor once bought a car for him. You know, the Sunday they presented the car, the pastor burst into tears and he was weeping. Him, his wife, and his two kids. And when they asked him, Pastor, why are you weeping? He said, I never thought I would ride car in this ministry. And he said, Those who plan this, ah, the God who called me. <laughs> you know, say, Don't better for us. <laughs> but a car for you, it was 12 of us that binded together in the church. Said, Let's buy something for this pastor. How can all, for, all of us be riding car and Pastor is uh, using his leg at his veins? Let's buy something. And we bought for him. 
And since then, God opened for us. Let me share with you. You may not believe it, but it's the truth. If you down, 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 as you grow, as we move on, you will discover it's the truth. You know me, my own mountain. You know some people, when they want blessing, they go to mountain, they go and fast and pray. They go here and there. Good, I believe in it. Oh, if I have the time, I have the, But you know, let me tell you my own mountain. If I want to prosper, I'm looking for one special blessing, one special favor. I'll gather money, gather money, gather money. Find my pastor. Early in the morning, when he has not woken up from bed, he will see me knocking the door. Daniel, man, Francis, you know what I mean? What are you looking for, Baba? You know what I mean? And when he comes out, I will give this thing. Hey! Early in the morning, before he said anything, I knew that he massacred me with prayer. I'm going to come for a dress, That's my secret of blessing. When my mother was alive, that was my secret. I'm not the firstborn, I'm not the lastborn, I'm the middleborn. But my mother used prayer to lift me above everybody. Why? Because I take care of her. Out of eight of us, I'll go there. Mama, you know, go so far. As long as I'm alive. You know, go so far. One day I said, Mama, that was the year 2000 or 2001. I said, You were saying you own debt. She said, Yes. I said, How much? I'll calculate everything. I'll pay. And she calculated that I paid everything. The deaths are beyond since your father died. And my father died in 1970. So you clear everything. I said, Mama, Shebi, that's what you born us for. Oh. She started praying like masquerade. I won't tell you all the prayers. I won't tell you all the prayers, but can I tell you one of them? Don't say email. Don't say email. You promise not to say email. <laughs> Okay, you didn't say you will say man, so don't let me pray for you. Kajembe, emun kanle, in kanle mifigba. I give something before I collect her. No way. She came. She came. I was taking her back to Ojota. I wanted to go and shatter the vehicle for her. Put her inside the vehicle and take her to the frontage of her house at Tondo. So I gave her money. <laughs> she laughed. You know, this guy laughed at <laughs> You gave me money again. After you pay all the debt, I said, Mama, yes. From now, you are not going to live in debt. <laughs> she said, Ah. Ah. <laughs> hey. I said, Mama, what's the winner of that? He said, Have you ever seen a dog that reverse? I said, Lila. He said, No, front. I said, Amen. <laughs> you will go forward. Those are things you use gift to collect. And some say, but with the contribute offering for church, and you go take there. I pay me. I pay me. Hello, number. Give him greeting cash, not only greeting card. <laughs> greeting what? Oh, greeting cash, not a uh, greeting card. No, some people no get shame. For the same then they send me greeting card. Which I won't take and do. Instead of greeting card, make it what? Oh, greeting cash. Amen. Number five. You can buy food stores to your pastor's house. Women, you can buy together. You can agree together. Every month you buy a bag of rice. It's part of supporting the man of God. 
As he does things, his blessing will be over your life. Look at Apostle Paul. You know most of us, we quote this Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Hey, before Paul prayed that prayer, he don't receive something to you. He has written earlier, I said, I saw what you people brought. I saw your sacrifice. He said, sacrifice is sweet smelling savior. Acceptable unto the Lord. Therefore, my God shall supply all your needs. You want to be blessed? Take care of your pastor. What do I say you should do? You can buy books for your pastors. You can buy tastes for them. You can sponsor them to conferences. Yes. You can be obedient and teachable also. Don't fight your pastor. Please, don't fight your pastor. No matter what happens. In fact, no matter what that pastor do to you. Because I'm not saying a pastor is an angel. He's not an angel. He's not an angel. Pastors make mistakes. Pastors are human beings. But don't ever fight a pastor. Don't ever get to a level in your life where a pastor will curse you. Because if a pastor curse you, I don't know who will remove the curse. Hello? May the Lord bless you. I say may the Lord bless you. Whatever you are not clear about, go and ask questions. Ask questions for your pastor. Respect his wife. Respect his children. Am I talking to somebody? Because once you a pastor's wife or a pastor's husband, once you say, hey, kilo the table, I kulo meja kaku. No, you are disrespecting pastor, yeah, you are disrespecting God. Obey them that have the rule over you. For they watch for your souls as they that must give account. So that they will do it with joy. Hello? Not with uh, grief. When a pastor is grief with you, he remembers you and says, Ah! That sister. No, it's like what Paul said to somebody. He said, Alexander the Coppersmith did me much evil. Ah! May the Lord repay him. There are members like that. Ah, that woman troubled me for this church. I will round up. My time is up. Uh, will you ever say yes? You don't say yes. <laughs> you don't say yes. You always say no. I round up with a story. In one church, the elders, they were eating the church money. And the pastor plot, and the pastor decided to deal with them. But in order for them not to be removed and for their secret not to be exposed, you know what they did? They went and plotted with his sister that the sister should lie against the pastor that the pastor slept with her. And the sister agreed. He just came one day. Pastor, why you touch me now? I don't get below. Pastor was amazed. Hey, why you they look me like that? No, it's a bit. And in shame, the pastor was sent away. But the pastor told his sister, You say I sleep with you? You say yes. <laughs> if truly I sleep with you, make I die. But if I no touch you, if I only seek for your good, and you are lying against me, sister, sister, 
I know you say you go born for this life. <laughs> hey, waiting, I go born. Waiting. Yeah, yeah, man. Okay. You go understand. She married you. The person was sent away in shame. Please, I beg you. I beg you in the name of God. If that is the only message you will hear here today, go back to your church. Any areas you have offended your pastor, you have been stubborn, you have been disobedient. Go and apologize, so. Oh, yes. Most of you don't know the power that a leader has. Maybe you remember Ahitophel, who was a chief counselor of David, who gives advice to King David. The moment he went and joined the enemy, and gave bad advice. Not only one single prayer. Oh Lord. Discomfit the wisdom of Ahitophel. He hung himself. Just one prayer from a leader. Can finish the life of anybody. And you see those of you who are pastors as husbands. I fear you. Eh, you will be pastor for church for, for here now my husband. If he do anything to you, any epami? I'm going to anoint you on my shoulders. You come and know it. I'm going to walk for you. I'm going to rock you in. The pastor was sent away. After some years, the lady remarried. Was <laughs> the Lord living? She will get pregnant, but the pregnancy will come down. It will come down. For 14 years until she traced her way and traced that man of God back. I said, Sir, I was lying. And that one said, No, you are not going to tell me in secret. You said it openly. So go and say it openly that you were lying. Because then she came back to church. Oh. Now that's where I talk. Say, Pastor, do that time. He never, he never come near me. Oh. Now liar, they lie, yo. Oh. What is that, Ubo? Fourteen years have gone because some elders uh, say she should lie. Don't join them. I remember another story. Let me use that as the last one. Some people were okay. One pastor, he was transferred to a church. And uh, he met the elders there. And the elders were telling him, look, if you want to prosper in this church, you listen to us. It's not every message you should be preaching. Oh. We dictate to you what you will be preaching. That pastor said, yes, I can't do that. I'm a servant of the Lord. I'm going to preach what the Lord asked me to preach. And uh, you know when he was saying that? One of them just stood up and said, ah, who are you? Who are you arguing with? Well, yes. Oh, wow! He reached another church. He goes seven churches, and all the seven churches, wow! You can't go to mountain. Go and pray so God. Why then they slap me everywhere I go? I go and say then just start to. <laughs> you remember say you slap your pastor until you go die, and so then go they slap you unless you go to your pastor and apologize. Hey, you can't find the. <laughs> Don't find the pastor, go. God help and the pastor never die. 
They can't come prostrate. No, I so what you they look for? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They don't slap me tire. And which you, you won't slap me again. Ah, yes, I slap you again. Okay. I told you, I mean, to, yeah, yes, I know they fight again. Okay. Yes, I, you, God say, if you don't pray for me now, so they go slap me till I go die. Hey, man, then they slap you go. Ah, yes, I bet. Me no do like that. And that one come pray for her. Stand up on your feet. Amen. How many of us want to be slapped? Amen. Create me a new world. Oh, Lord. I renew thy spirit.